Welcome to the Ditch the Suits podcast, where we get real about the stuff no one in the financial world wants you to know about. Learn how you can better manage your family's wealth while protecting it from financial exploitation and so-called financial advisors. Here's to your financial awakening. Welcome your hosts, Steve Campbell and Travis Moss. Well, welcome back to Ditch the Suit. Steve Campbell here with you. Uh, Today, we're going to be continuing part two of our three-part mini-series, really talking about big life decisions and personal relationships. And part one, in case you missed it, we laid the groundwork for there's a lot of our clients, friends, family, people we just do life with that are thinking about making some big life decisions. Maybe they thought about it in 2021, and this is the year that maybe they're going to do something Uh, People are thinking about changing jobs. People are thinking about relocating, uh, maybe starting a business, or honestly, maybe having to have those tough conversations with personal relationships that just haven't been healthy or have gone unaddressed for too long. So these are some four big pillars that people are thinking about. But in the first episode, we talked about there can be a lot of fear involved with making big life decisions. You just don't know what to expect. You're afraid of being judged, or there's just the fear of unknown. So we gave you the groundwork as to why we're having these conversations. And then today, we want to give you some ideas and practical ways that you can have a frame of reference for how do you start to think through some of these changes so that you can ultimately put yourself in the best position moving forward. So we think it's going to be a great conversation. We hope, as always, it inspires you to go out and get more from your money and life because you only get one shot at this thing. So stay tuned. At the end of the episode, we're going to leave our contact information in case you have any questions or want to get in touch with Travis and I. But as always, if you haven't already, please stop, subscribe, follow this podcast. And if you're willing, we would love for you to leave a review because you never know how your review can inspire somebody else to become a believer. So as always, thanks for stopping by. Hope this uh, conversation inspires you to go out and live your best life. Well, welcome back to another edition of Ditch the Suits podcast. Steve Campbell here with Travis Moss. You know, we started off this little mini series on uh, pushing the ball forward, big life decisions, personal relationships. How can you begin to make meaningful change or just make a decision to put yourself in the best position forward? You know, in the first series, uh, first episode, we just kind of had a general discussion of why we're having this. There's a lot of people that I think want to make this their best year ever, but if they're being honest, there's certain things that they need to address or have conversations about that maybe they left on the table in 2021. But if they're going to make that real change, then they have to talk about certain things And many times uh, we are afraid to make changes because of the finances involved. And there's some big things that we want to bring to the table that you might be thinking about in this new year. So I want to turn it over to Travis to talk about what are some of the biggest things we hear about changes that people are considering making. As you eloquently phrase this, it's the stinking thinking. That's right. It's real. (laughs) Use it. That that we got to figure out that's going on in our head. I hadn't heard that before that, but that was really good. Maybe you want to move. Maybe you want to get a new job. Maybe you want to start a business, move on from a bad relationship, but you got a life-changing decision mm-hmm. and you're not quite sure how to make the decision. You're, you're feeling a lot of anxiety about it. So maybe you just don't make the decision. Like most of us, you just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to put that off until I have to do it. I mean, that's part of the reason why <laughs> it seems like, you know, things, uh, there's always like crazy things going on in the headlines and stuff is because we tend not to deal with things as a society until it's like great in our life. Right. So as people, we're kind of like microcosms of that. We basically don't want to deal with it until we have to. Right. I've learned from people, basically that's, I, I talk with people about their life and their life situations and their successes and their failures and, and everything in between. And 
a story that has really stuck out with me. And this is a true story. Early in my career, I was working with a farmer and he had a big dairy farm in, in upstate New York. Well, big as far as a family owned farm can be, I guess. And this is when they had all the gas lease stuff going on. For those that don't know, in, in upstate New York, they had the Marcellus Shale um, yep. geological formation that has a lot of natural gas in it. And there was a point there where people were getting huge amounts of money to allow gas companies to come and put drills on their property and put wells in and, and frack for gas. And so th- they had what's called landmen and they would come around to people's houses and they would essentially, it was like horse trading. They'd be negotiating with you for the right to your property. And it was hard sale negotiations. I mean, it was it was very, very interesting to see. And this particular farmer had about 450 acres and the gas guy came around and offered them, I forget exactly what the dollar amount was, but it was so many dollars an acre. And the guy turned it down and it would have come out to, I don't know, close to probably a million dollars, somewhere and a half a million, million dollars. And um, I remember asking him, I'm like, well, why'd you turn that down? It's a lot of money. And he said, it's not change your life money. He's like, I still got to get up every day and milk the darn cows. I still got to work the farm. It's not enough money after I get done paying taxes to do what I want to do. So if I can't get enough money to do what I want to do, I can wait for a better offer to come along. And I thought that that was a really interesting way of thinking about really a a very difficult decision because you're thinking about an abstract value for something that you don't really understand necessarily because of, you know, geological formations and whether or not there is gas and blah, blah, blah. But the idea was I'll make a decision if, if it changes my life. If it doesn't change my life, all right, fine. I'm happy with what I'm doing and I'll continue to wait and keep some extra cards in the deck. So I thought it was really impressive and it, and it got me thinking about a change my life scale. And I've used this a lot with a lot of people because I have a lot of people that are um, that I've worked with over the years, some professionally and some just as friends that are like, I need to make a change in my life. I want to change my job, but I am really afraid if I change my job, this is going to happen to me. Maybe they're in some type of sales or service and they're afraid they're going to lose a bunch of their clients. Yep. Maybe they're afraid they're going to be judged poorly by people who, you know, they, they, they really look up to or something like that. And we basically put it like this. Look, you have your current job. Doing the job that you're doing right now, how long would it take for you to get back to essentially that same similar position, right? Like if, if you're working at a hospital and you're a nurse yep. and you leave your job at that hospital with the current state of staffing for healthcare, how hard do you think it would be to get back to that nursing job or an equivalent job? Maybe it would take a year because maybe you had really good shifts or maybe you're working with you know a doctor you really liked or something like that. But it's not going to take 100 years to get back there. It's not like it's the only one and there's right. nothing else like it. You can get that back there pretty quick. I mean, within reason, you're going to get back there. But if you left that job to take a chance at this other job that somebody offered you and that job really, really lined up with some things that you're really passionate about. And if it works out like you can envision how your life is going to be different. It's just going to be, you're just going to be so excited about getting up every day, going to work, the work that you're doing. Like you, you're beside yourself excited about that work, but you're afraid to give up what you currently have because at least what you currently have, you absolutely 100% know everything about it. You know what you have to do every moment of the day, where you got to be, what you have to do. Nobody's on your back. You don't have to learn anything. 
So you won't take this chance for this great experience because you're afraid you might lose that, even though you can get that back really, really, really easy. Yeah. So if it can change your life, it can take you to an entirely different level of how you feel about yourself and the way that you look at your self-value and the things that are important to you. But you're not making taking the chance because you're afraid of losing what you already have, which you can get back anytime you want. But we sit there in this kind of insanity bin all the time doing this. We're just afraid to take that jump because I don't I don't quite know if it'll be exactly what I, you know, is it going to be that much better? Now, if you were making a jump from one job to another job and there really wasn't much of a difference, one job's just going to pay you an extra thousand bucks more, but it's going to be doing stuff you don't really like to do. And you're looking at your current job and like, I get to do everything I like to do. I just don't get to make as much money. Right. You probably don't make the change because it's not going to change your life. Or yeah. if you do have a unique job, which is there's very few and far between, but so let's say that you have something that is so unique. Would you give that up if you can't ever get back there? Probably not. So if you don't have something that you can't ever get back to, why not try if, if an opportunity presents itself and it seems like it could really change your life for the positive? We're walking around with stress, with anxiety, with wanting to do more, with wanting to be more important, with wanting to make more money or whatever you want to do, travel more. But we don't take the shot right? We're just kind of sitting there and we're holding on to the ball when the buzzer blows and we haven't taken the shot. If it's going to change your life, take the shot. Uh, Let's say you wanted to start a business and this is a great time to start a business. I know COVID and everything like that, but why is it a great time? Because there's disruption. There's Mm -hmm. opportunities for new ideas. The status quo has been shaken. So you want to start a business. You have a great idea to start a business. You're afraid though, if you start a business, you might fail. So a lot of people who start a business are going to fail. That's part of starting a business. <laughs> so what's it going to take not to fail? That, that shouldn't be the driving decision not to. It should be, if I start this business and I'm really successful, how could that change my life? Yep. And if I'm not successful, where, would I, where am I going to be when it's all over? And how do I at least get back to where I'm at currently? You might find out that even if it's not successful, you're further ahead than you are currently. And the problem is, is that we... We, we interlace too much on the finances. We're too worried about the money. Well, I got $100,000 saved up now. And if the business fails, I'm not going to have any saved up. Okay. But if it's successful, where do you get? Because you can save up another 100000 Yeah. But you may not have another chance to start a business based on environment that kind of lines up depending on what you're trying to do just right. So if it's going to change your life, go for it. Otherwise, someday you're going to be, you know, 60s or 70s looking back going, I wish I had t- taken a chance at that. Can't do it now, but I wish I had done it. You only get one life to live, so far as I know. So you want to, you know, you want to maximize that relocation. Well, this, and this, this is you and I. I see you thinking about something. What are you thinking about? Well, before you even get a relocation, you know, you're talking about changing jobs, starting a small business. We all do this as human beings too. Maybe, maybe you're sitting there, and just to give a real example, everybody has. You know, you're, you're periodically you see somebody who's made a huge life transformation physically in their body. I mean, these yeah. things inspire me all the time. You see somebody who six months ago weighed X and now they're 50 pounds less and they look phenomenal. And you sit there and it can either do one of two things to you. It can make you bitter that you're not that person or it can inspire you to know that it can be done. And I think if you think about the big life decisions and I'm talking about now moving into relocating, 
man, there are some amazing dreams on the other side of the risks we're willing to take. And in our last episode, you talked about there's a huge difference between avoiding losing and playing to win. If you avoid losing, you don't do sometimes the things necessary to win the game because you don't want to blow a lead or you don't want to fall behind. There's a big difference, though, between coming into something with the mentality of we are going to win no matter what it takes. We are all in and we are fully committed. Some of these things that we're talking about, it is very hard to make these big life decisions if you are not fully 100% committed. That's very different from saying you know exactly what's about to happen once you make that leap of faith. But no matter what happens, especially if you're uh, single, if you're married, if there's somebody else depending on you, you got to be on the same page together. But we're doing this thing because we believe in the future that we're trying to forge. And when you talk about now relocations, right, we've talked about changing jobs. That can be scary because anything change, we can, we can become comfortable in our discomfort. We can become, you know, comfortable in our misery because at least we know what to expect. But the idea of showing up at a new office, talking to new colleagues, the fear of I'll never get back these kind of relationships or, you know, the person that I talk to every day. Can you make new friends? Can you do these things? Because we always are afraid, especially now when you're talking about relocating, if we sell our house where we live and maybe we're moving across town, you and I moved 11 hours away to a completely different state, a complete different culture, climate, everything involved. And there's a lot of risk involved with that because it's so different. And I would have told you for most of my life, I would have never, ever, ever thought I would have moved from where I lived. I thought that was my life, right? You you can, you know, we talk about using the words never, always, these very um, uh, dramatic types of words because change inevitably can happen. And COVID opened the ability for us to work from home and realize we could do our jobs from everywhere. And it allowed you all of a sudden this disruption, talking about starting a small business, never been a better time because of the disruption. We've all faced disruptions over the last year and a half, two years, and just all different facets of our life. You can think of everything that you used to do something one way, and now it's very different. When it came to work, many of us were quarantined. We were home. We were sometimes working in office, sometimes not. You learned that you could be uh, creative even in whichever environment that you were working in. And for us relocating, I think for my wife and I, if all of a sudden we weren't limited in terms of where we had to work because we were just as successful or able to do just as much work, it gave us the ability to start dreaming again in a way that maybe we hadn't even thought we could do. If we could live anywhere, what would that look like? But it doesn't mean that it's easy because in our world, we have kids involved. Yes, there are finances involved. There's a lot of other people involved in a decision that my wife and I want to make. But I can tell you now on the other side of this, uh, it was it was to that, I love that idea of what you came up with, a change your life scale. It changed our life because now even being here on the other side and the things that we've been experiencing, there's always a part of when you make a move and it starts to work the way that you thought it would. When you get on this other side, you say, man, I wish I would have done this sooner, right? But sometimes not everything lines up in a way to allow you to do it. So there's a lot of people now that I'm here and I've relocated and I've made the move that I receive messages all the time privately from friends, people, family I know. Hey, I'm so inspired by you and your family and this huge life-altering change you made. How did you guys do it? What did you start to think about? Were you scared about this? I think there are a lot of people out there even listening to this podcast that, again, some of the things we're talking about, changing jobs, starting that small business that you've always wanted to start, relocating or addressing personal relationships These are things that probably 
you would find that we're dealing all with one of four, if not more of these things. Maybe you're doing all of them at the same time. Maybe you're trying to address relationships while move, change your jobs, and you know everything is all happening. But I think with the relocating for you and I going through this, there's a lot of factors at play. Uh, there's things like buying homes, taxes, understanding how the financials play into it. And I think trying to understand how quickly, to your point, can we get at least a lifestyle that we wanted to live? But then, especially with relocating, just like a job or anything else, are we financially going to be in a better position for where we're trying to move? So I know for us, but again, a lot of the, I guess, things that we faced as we were making this, our decision was so different from everybody else's story. Because a lot of the people in our life and our spheres of influence, they were of our mindset. We're never going to move. No one's ever going to leave. And now when you're talking about being the one leaving, there was a lot of questions raised. Where are you going? What are you going to do? And sometimes you don't even have all the answers. So I think there are a lot of people out there, Travis, that are thinking about relocating, whether it's because maybe they did apply for that new job online and it's only located across town or states away. And for them, in order to receive the job, they have to take it. Or there's some people that are just willing to say, I need a change. I need different. I'm going to go relocate. And then when I get there, I'm going to settle and get back on my feet. So it's not always you're moving because you have a job lined up. I know that there are a lot of people that are trying to move or relocate, and they're not really sure what's going to happen on the other side, but they just know that it's something that they could and possibly want to explore. Well, think about it. You can move back to New York anytime you want. That's true. They will let you back in. They'll let you pay taxes. They would be very happy for you to go back. So could you get back to where you were very easily? Yes. In some ways, easier than it was to find a house here. It would be easier to find a house there because of the difference in the markets. Would you make friends and build community here like you had in New York? Yeah, but it's going to take a little bit of time. So sure. yes, you are leaving community and friends and family, but you've already built friends and family, you know, people that I, to me, family is who you make it. You know, you, yep. you've, you've already built some of that community in the, the short months you've been here. So these things that we're afraid of losing now, I, the, the, the pushback that I get from a lot of people is the cost. Well, I can't move because the housing market is too expensive. So when we were looking at moving, we started to look at the amount of money that we were paying in taxes and the differentiation between the states. And it's not, yes, the houses are much more expensive from where we moved from to where we moved to, but it nets out very close to the same because of the taxes. Yep. Um, and then you pile on top of that because we're in a, a warmer climate. We don't have as much of the harsh winter kind of abuse on the property. So financially using the excuse, well, I can't move because the houses are too expensive is a bad argument because it's, it's only taking into account one aspect of your budget. It's not taking into account the other ways that the budget is impacted, which neutralize it. Yep. But it's an easy way to say, I'm not going to think about this right now you know, because it's a scapegoat. There are real, and they are, there are kind of inherent things there, you know, like physically buying a house and then, you know, building community. Those are two different things, but they're, they're all there. And they're all things that you can do if you're proactive or you can get around if you're proactive. But the biggest thing that I've seen is people making the default excuse of, you know, some and blaming it on money. Yep. Right. It's not the right time because it's too expensive. What if it's this expensive going forward? What if this is it? What if this is the new benchmark? 
and it becomes more expensive next year and the year after and the year after. And the, then you're going to be sitting there going, boy, I wish I had made the change. But what if back to those costs being real and unreal, what if the cost of not making a change is a heart attack? Because yeah. you are just so stressed out, whatever is holding you back, whatever decision you're putting off that maybe would help reduce your stress, make you enjoy your time off more, whatever it is, you're bottling that up inside and you end up having a heart attack in your early 50s or, 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 or something like that. What is that worth? Sure. Explain to me how much per year it's, it's worth not to have that heart attack. You know, is it worth an extra three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 towards your mortgage? I don't know. Um, for everybody, I guess it's a different number, but you have to account for that too. I mean, like if you've got dreams and things you want to enjoy, when we moved, the warmer climate, being able to be outdoors with big dog people, we like the garden, we love the mountains. All of that is huge. It's lifestyle stuff, right? Yep. The finances were about equal for us based on where we were and where we are now because of the tax differential. But one of the biggest things being with seed is the the business opportunity to move to a bigger market and be in between really our, our three markets now in upstate New York, Knoxville and Tampa. That's not a, that's not, so for anybody thinking about their business, that's not a, um, well, geez, maybe I'll grow my business 10% faster. It's a multiple faster. So you go from, yeah, if I could grow seven, eight, 10% a year, and we've always grown like 30 or 40%. But if, if you were just talking about, you know, normal times, you'd say, okay, you know, maybe I can grow 10% a year or two. How can I double, triple, and quadruple this thing? That's what the opportunity is. It's a change your life opportunity. Yep. It, it literally is grab the bull by the horns. I always, I always say like this, you know, you have, and we're in the finance industry, we're in the financial planning, investment management industry. You've got Charles Schwab is still running around signing books. And, and that is a behemoth of a company. Right. And the guy who founded it, whose name's on the door, is still running around signing books. He did that in a lifetime. Howard Schultz, Starbucks, Tesla, Elon Musk, right? All these guys are still running around doing their thing. You got one chance. So if you could take a shot and have a multiplying event on your life, yeah, and you're afraid to do it because the house might cost a little bit more, or you're afraid to do it because... You know, maybe people will get mad at you that, you know, we're your friends and they're not going to like you anymore because you don't live in the same town anymore. Those probably aren't the healthy factors to be putting so much weight on, right? Yeah. Yep. Take the shot. And we had, we had talked about, right? You're not, you're not trying to make a decision without factoring considerations, right? So if you're using financial planning, if you're using a mechanism for how do you understand the financials that play a part to it. So if there is a little bit difference in cost of living and you know the numbers work out, we're talking about if you know that everything you you have, that you're trying to put yourself in the best position and we're just getting over the emotional barrier, you know you can do it, buy the house, go relocate. And it's, yeah, but what if it doesn't work out? But what if it does? What if it right. does and it changes your life forever, right? Because again, we can only speak to our experience growing up for, you know, 35, 40 years in the same place and then relocating and just the breath of fresh life and new relationships and newness everywhere. It does something to you. It inspires you. And now we can help other people that are working through it. And are there cases, of course, where you make a decision, it doesn't work out? Sure. But as Travis said, how quickly do you think you can get back to exactly what you did? Whether you relocate and you got to move back home because it didn't work out. 
you leave your job and six, 12 months in, it's not working out. You go back to your old employer. How quickly could you go back if it doesn't work out, but to also reestablish yourself in a new area? So again, we want to help inspire these kind of conversations because these are very real things that people are bringing up to us. Yes, they're they're working with uh, planners to understand the finances, but there's also a huge human element. There's behavioral uh, emotions behind these things. And many times there's influences, not just the stinking thinking that we let off with in our own uh, part of this conversation, but it's also the outside uh, influences, family, friends, people that are, you know, you're sharing in love what you're trying to do. And if people aren't a part of your story every single day or know what you're thinking, they're not always going to know how to respond, right? And change for you is exciting, but change to you can also mean that it changes other people's uh, situation. So it's just how do you navigate this? So in this last part, we want to give you even more practical ways for now. How do you really begin to make these big life decisions? I think this last part's going to be a great conversation. So again, thanks for stopping by as always. Well, thanks for listening. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to this entire episode. Uh, we hope that this information has inspired you and empowered you to go out and live your best life. But let's be honest, you might have a question or two about some of the things we talked about today. If this is you, Travis and I are here to help in any way that we can. You can reach out to us and follow us on social media on Facebook at CPG. You can send us an email, uh, info at seedpg.com. Just let us know in the email. This is in regards to ditch the suits, a question or topic you might want us to cover. Or you can visit our website, which is seedpg.com. That's seedpg.com. Head up to that right corner, fill out that contact us button, and just let us know in the comments that this is in regards to ditch the suits. If you have a question, a series of questions, or anything we can do to help you on your journey to financial freedom, Travis and I are here to help. So again, it's your money and it's your life. You only get one shot at this thing. Our job is to make sure you get the most out of it. Thanks for being our guest. And until next time, have a great day. Thanks for listening. Ready to ditch the suits? Remember, it's your money and your life. For more information, visit seedpg.com. That's seedpg.com. If this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. And be sure to share with a friend.